Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I hear you're making new content. <laughs> Dark side, Phil! <laughs> Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show. Smackdown! It is the year of our Lord, 2021, November 24th. My birthday. Yeah, it is! <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And it was the birthday when we recorded this, not today when you're listening to this, but it still counts. That's right. If you're watching on the Patreon, we've gone all expense sped. Oh. For Matthew's birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. mate. How old are you on this very day? 34. 34? Oh, you're catching me up. (laughs) One one step closer to to being eligible for an NXT world title. (laughs) (laughs) And look how nice the podcast and the Cultaholic office is. A little get them before the copyrighted um, (laughs) chocolate log slash snake. That I can't eat because I'm <laughs> lactose is bad. This is a WWE calling the caterpillar cakes about with two L's and and getting released on Thursday. <laughs> oh god, I forgot a little tiny crappy mask for oh. it, But happy birthday, mate. Thank you, Tom. I wanna give you it's like I wanna I think I don't know whether to give you this now or wait until we get into the rigors of, of the news. I'm gonna get you now. So oh. a, few, a few friends of the classic SmackDown review. Uh, have reached out to uh, to give some best wishes to you on your special day. Oh. So if you'd like to... <laughs> Can you talk through... Well, look, everybody, yeah, the audio people, yeah. Matthew opens the envelope dramatically. <laughs> to Matt, have a cool day. Stay cool. <laughs> From my favourite wrestler of SmackDown, Cool Kane. Cool Kane, a signed photo of Cool, cool. Kane. <laughs> Who else has sent you a signed oh, picture? Oh, would you believe it? <laughs> Dear Myth, <laughs> get off my onions. Love, stu- <laughs> Stupid Kane. Stupid Kane sent you a signed card. Stupid Kane, self-aware enough to know <laughs> that, that, he's, that, that he's not the cool one. <laughs> 
Oh, it's not actually Kane. It's a Kane outfit. I'm really like, okay, <laughs> know, that's good. That's stupid Kane. Oh, sorry, yes. Blatantly a stupid, stupid Kane. Stupid Kane doesn't have the Kane outfit. <laughs> Dear Mafu, born birthed. Oh, French Kane. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. French Kane who just He's looks like... Hey. <laughs> bon, bon birthday. That's what they do in France. That's what they do. That's the pose they do in France. You know what they call a royale with cheese in France? What? French Kane. <laughs> French Kane, what are you doing here? Dearest M. Gray, get your liver checked and call me if you don't say any abnormalities. God, Dr. Kane. <laughs> Dr. Kane has sent you and that doubles as a prescription. <laughs> Dr. Kane. Oh, thanks. Everyone's favorite Kane, Dr. Kane. <laughs> Dear Math, where are you? Love, wrong way around Kane. And it's Kane's ass. I don't know why that thing exists. That we don't. We, we haven't talked. Official WWE image. What a day! What, what a debut! A brand new Kane. Wrong way round Kane. Kane. <laughs> Wrong way round Kane. I like cool Kane. Uh, oh. Two thousand and one Kane is cool Kane. We all know and love. Thank you very much to just a smattering of the Kane family, the ever growing. Imagine if this is somebody's first podcast. If this is your first podcast. Where the hell have you been? Like in comics, when a little box appears, see issues 93, and you'll know what's Dennis happening. Dennis Norton pops up. You see, uh-huh. they've created <laughs> quite a bunch of games. Who knows? You might get some messages throughout this show from some of your favorites. Oh, wow. Why don't we wait and find out? Yeah. How do you feel about... I'll click the, the cross in the corner. How do, you, how do you feel about birthdays in general? Oh, I love it now. And yeah. I, I love realizing that the, the cast of characters for this podcast looks like the, the front cover of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. <laughs> and 99% of it's Kane. <laughs> it's Kane all the way down. Kane, boss band is bike. <laughs> Peppered steak. <laughs> but, you, but you're all right with... I know some people aren't all right with birthdays. You're all right with them? Yeah. Mm. No, I mean, every year I go through a oh, weird period. But my issue right now is the fact that because I still haven't really recovered from the whole lockdown thing. No, I think and we're all a bit mentally sort of frayed at the edges, aren't we? Yeah, but I'm all right. But it's realizing as well I'm in my 30s and the days of going... Hey, that's me and all our buddies go out to this place. It's just not happening. Everyone's mm. busy. Everyone's got different timelines. Everyone's got spouses or dogs or commitments or mortgages or cards. Or cats. Promise, thank you very much. Or cats. And it's just, it's not happening. Uh, but I can have a look at the negatives there. I'll just go, all right, positives. I can have birthday meals with as many people as I can hopefully bump into. There so you go. That's what I'm going to look into. There so that's the go. issues there. But that's just more like a... Oh, times change. But my, they're supposed to change. Time mm-hmm. doesn't wait for any person. Exactly. Father Time is undefeated. <laughs> and probably be a, a guest on the show next week. No one <laughs> Father Time, what yeah. are you doing here? So, no, I'm, here to I'm, kill um, you. I'm, I'm good. Lovely, mate. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. Well, thanks. No, to- once you hit your, the build up when you're 29, you hit 30. That's a weird part of your life. Once you hit 30, it's like, oh, it's all right. Yeah. A, there is a certain for people who are not in their thirties. There is a certain calmness that hits you eventually, and you go, "It's all right." Yeah, time happens. I mean, I felt I felt a little bit bad because obviously well, we've had to we've had to reschedule a little bit. Something lastminute.com has come up at my end, so I just said, "Look, can you do can you do Wednesday?" And you obviously, know what, Tom, that's your birthday. These are always more fun than work. 
That's fair. So don't worry about it. And, and my gift to you also, as well as obviously signed photos from your favorite characters, um, my, my gift to you is a three-day weekend because <laughs> now you don't need to come in Friday. Do you? I do for the podcast. Oh, I thought you were doing that today as well. No, it's the other, other thing. Oh. The secret project, Kane. The secret, secret project, Kane. All right, you can finish early Friday <laughs> Secret project, Kane. What are you? I'm not fucking here. All right. <laughs> Just redacted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can't say that for legal reasons. Why can't redacted. we? Redacted. Ryan Giggs. No. Why can't we acknowledge redacted and his redacted while he redacted? <laughs> All right, NXT UK. Oh. Anyway, it was the year of our Lord 2001. It was indeed. On the, the 18th of January. I had to figure out because I've written down the 18th of Smackdown on here. <laughs> the 18th of Smackdown. <laughs> yes, that's right. It was so popular, they changed the names. Um, the Beatles, one, is still number one. God, a lot of people bought that. Mm. Castaway is still the number one film in the box office. Can't get off the island, can't get out the cinemas. Uh, Ruud de Silva featuring Cassandra, Touch Me. Touch me, I want to feel your body. Yeah. Touch me, touch me. Lovely beat, love that song. Uh, that finally dethrones Bob the Builder's Bob the Backland style title reign. <laughs> Bob the Backland. Mario Tennis is the big game this week, uh, seeing the debut of Waluigi. Speaking of crappy characters, and wow. <laughs> you'd see of people. It's Waluigi Day. Mm. Amazing. Wow. But he's become like his own sort of meme. Yeah. Waluigi. Like the fact that he gets bypassed for uh, Smash Brothers every single year. Yeah. Like, it, it, you know what? It's it's very much... Waluigi not getting into Smash Brothers reminds me of all those years that Leonardo DiCaprio did not get an Oscar. Mm. And like, I, I feel like the day that Waluigi gets in, he will go, we're killing the planet and we should fix it. <laughs> well, cheers, Waluigi. Um, Alfred Hitchcock never had a film that won uh, an Academy Award. So he was given a lifetime achievement to say, yeah, you know what? You made some amazing films. Sorry, none of them ever won. So his, expect his acceptance speech was him going up and goes, thank you, and sitting down. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so Waluigi's getting a lifetime achievement award, being inducted into the Nintendo oh, Hall of Fame. The best Waluigi moment. So do you know the Awesome Games Done Quick? You, you, all, you always have to have a best Waluigi <laughs> moment. There's, there's, there's yes. lots of them. I know Awesome Games Done Quick. So one year... I forget the reason why, but people started doing that thing in the crowd. And the, there's a Super Metroid four-way race. And they were trying to, like, Super Metroid, there's a few audio cues you have to pay attention to. And a few people started missing them because the crowd were going, I think some people were sending donations as well, like, hey, let's hear it for the Waluigi. And on the clip, someone shouts, for the back of the room so effing loud oh. that a guy who's not helping he's not doing the run but he's doing the assistance grabs a microphone and goes hey if you if you guys want to help prevent cancer I recommend some of you wait out, lie down in front of the hotel and wait for the bus that shows every hour <laughs> oh my god and they go whoa, whoa, whoa. and there's lots of pictures of this person they're not like don't uh, I'm not what this person agrees with and then afterwards there was some like disappointed angry wah <laughs> Uh, oh, it's a glorious know, moment. Take it down a couple of dollars. Like, wah. Like, wah. <laughs> uh, also on the 15th of January, the ITC clears Celador and ITV of allegations that Judith Capel's win on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire had been rigged Ooh. to draw audiences away from BBC One, which had the finale of own, uh, One Foot in the Grave. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
So <laughs> Wrong how, time to introduce that. How did one foot in the grave end? Did he die? Crappily. Yeah. Did yeah, it was a very... They tried to do a serious end. Was so it, it's half was, serious with a bit of comedy, and it's just like, ugh, whatever. Was it Margaret at his graveside? And they kind of went through how he died? Kind of, because, he, yeah, he died, like, off camera, and mm. she was, like, spending the entire episode talking about it. It turns out, like, some, some friend or some person who, like, accidentally ran him over or something. Mm. Was that other old biddy actress who always appeared in stuff? Mrs. Warboys. Mm, <laughs> what? Mrs. Warboys. I don't know what that is. It was the actress who played... Oh, that was a character that she might have played. Oh, mate. No, I Mrs. don't think she was regularly on the show. Okay, fair enough. I don't think... It's been a while since I've seen it, but it was just some more video. I remember her, like, being very apologetic, and it was all like... You know what? Something's, like, trying to be something that isn't, and it's like, okay, appreciate it's the last... The very last episode, but mm. it was like, the dramatic finale. Because oh. we just saw Blackadder goes forth, and that went rather well. Like, this is not Blackadder goes forth. This ain't over the top. This should have, it should have ended with him being pushed off a cliff going, I don't believe it! Yeah, should have been fine. I was like, oh, it says here I've got a full bill of health. This was never the theme tune. Like, but it is now. Wrong, the wrong theme song, please. That would actually be a good ending. He's complaining during the. She's not even my right bloody song. Theme tune, Margaret. Don't believe it. Who will be stars in their eyes? Look at those <laughs> my bloody Eric song. Bloody Idol should be singing this. John Cleese starts singing. No, it's the wrong bloody python. Wrong bloody python. Anyway. Can't, uh, Maybe he bit. got bit by a python. That's how he died. Eric Idol shoots him. <laughs> Sick of doing your theme music. Carlton TV is criticised by the Independent TV Commission after word Punani is said... <gasps> My allergy on the daytime TV shows that with TV. The commission felt the slang term for a part of the female anatomy would be offensive to the Afro-Caribbean community. TVC did nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> a new Jim Henson co-production called The Hoobs debuts in Channel 4. And again, the ITC has to say that the term for the female anatomy might cause offense to certain <laughs> Well, I'll run back on my head. <laughs> Prime Minister Tony Blair rejects calls to take part in the US-style TV debates with opposition politicians during the forthcoming election campaign. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's great fun. Yep. And Channel 4 launches E4, a digital <sighs> entertainment channel at 8.15 p.m. Now the home of, like, tattoo fixers. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, well, uh, people call it different things, don't they? It was E4, uh, then changed its name to something else. I think it's always been E4. No, it was, it was uh, Friends Rerun. Right, the Friends Rerun channel. <laughs> yes, but all that was happening in the wacky world of reality. Can you give us some context about what was happening in the ugly, pussville world of wrestling to make the rest of what we're about to talk about make some sense, Tom? I can do, and we can do it right here on the Coldaholic Classic Smackdown Review. My name is Tom Campbell. I'm with birthday boy Matthew <laughs> Gregg. <laughs> you do an introduction. <laughs> The longest cold open it's been a in long, podcast history, it's, I'm it's, sorry. It's been, uh, it's, it's been a busy morning. I got so caught up with the card and the cake. <laughs> He's just so overcome with emotion that Cool Kane has wished him a happy birthday. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut right into the meat. Stay cool. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we will go straight on. We will go straight forward into the SmackDown review, into the week that was this week in the wrestling. This bloody week in the wrestling. Uh, Eric Bischoff... Been chatting away about his plans and his vision for his WCW. Oh, this is just no, but it's this like point... po poking a corpse at this point. Hearing about Eric, Eric Bischoff happy. Well, we've got everything sorted so out. So excited he was! Oh, he was oh. buzzing this week. He was on WCW Live and Wrestling Observer Live, WCW Live, their internet show hosted oh. by Mark Madden that time. 
before he got fired. Yeah, hang on. Now Mike Denae hosts oh, it. There we go. <laughs> uh, but this is, in the week of this particular week's episode of SmackDown, Bischoff is talking big game about WCW Live, uh, about, about, about WCW and the purchase that he made alongside Fusion Media. And uh, he's also been a lot more humble than he's been in the past, according to The Observer. Who say so? Here's some of the points that is made during both of these interviews. He said there was talk of shutting down WCW for two or three weeks at some point, just to kind of get a reset point, not dissimilar to what Ring of Honor are about to do. Uh, he said he probably wouldn't be an on-air personality. He said it was fun, but was sick of the whole wrestler versus company storyline. Well, wrestler versus company owner storylines have uh, not gone away. Uh, it's from 2001. He said the great asset to the new WCW will be. Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis. People power. Hey. I'll be an asset. Um, he said a move to Las Vegas or Orlando for WCW has been discussed. And moving away from Atlanta. Wait, wrestling in Orlando? Yeah. That'll never last. What a crazy idea. Uh, basically, the feeling is that it would be cheaper to run all the shows from one venue and then rely on tourists to fill the buildings up every week. It's not a bad shout. I mean, there's not a lot, you know, obviously you have NXT 2.0 that comes out of Florida. Uh, you had Impact for a long time. Yeah, AW, that's what I was referring to. It was like Orlando. Yeah, yeah. AEW yeah. Dark now comes out of oh, yeah, yeah. Florida, out of, the, out of the former Impact Center, the Impact Zone, rather. Uh, so not a bad idea, actually. Uh, he says it's going to take some time to implement creative changes. He didn't feel comfortable stepping in and immediately scrapping everything that the current booking crew had been working on. He said it'd be about two months before real changes took place. So rather than just doing like a cold reset like WCW did in 2000 say, yeah, he wants to that. do a slowly slowly kind of slowly bring stuff in which is a perfectly sensible thing to do he said what led to the downfall of WCW uh, was the fact that whilst WCW was hot they signed he signed guys to high paying guaranteed deals to keep them away from Vince McMahon at the time that was fine because WCW was making hella money he said they'll probably create a new salary system similar to the WWF's downside guarantee system uh, when business is good guys make more when business is bad the company pays less which is perfectly sensible Perfectly sensible. Yeah. Uh, he talked to ECW guys. Only if an attorney uh, told him they were available to be talked to. He's been burned by this in the past. We've talked about this at length in the past with guys like Mike Awesome, who who yep. was as yeah, I'm I'm really good. I'm good to go. I'll come in, mm -hmm. and then lawsuits. And Sabu, who and Sabu was basically screwed out of joining WCW by Heyman. Yeah, it was a weird one because we Sam and I on the classic Nitro review are sort of seeing the 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 middle of this point. So Sabu's turned up on a couple of episodes of Nitro. Uh, we know he's not long for that world, but they're certainly... He didn't like working there. He didn't like... He, he, uh, Sabu feared success, <laughs> bless him. But then he's like, whoa, okay, I fear failure as well. <laughs> so he left at DCW in 2000 and he's like, all right, I've got to... Yeah, WCW wants to sign me. And then Heyman did some stuff and he just wasn't able to be... It was all very odd, to be honest with you. It didn't sound quite right, but... Bischoff is also looking to reopen negotiations with New Japan and talk to Ultimo Dragon about working with Toru Yumon. I never get the pronunciation of that quite right. Tori Me Mon. neither. Tori <laughs> <laughs> the one what Ultimo Drago is at. Uh, he said that the power plant idea is an idea whose time may have passed. The idea of a performance center is at the time not right at least the power plant version of it he said mm. there was going to oh, okay. he was going to look for potential wrestlers everywhere not just inside the wrestling business and then introduce oh. a cutting edge training system so like in what? 2001 bischoff is going you know what i'm not necessarily just going to hire wrestlers 
Well, I gave that when he says, like, we do need a high-end mm. training facility, which it took forever for WWE to go, yeah, we should have the training. But I think he says the power plant is, is out. But I think the power plant way of doing things, yeah. Fashion. I think he said on Conrad's show a few times, the power plant was some negatives as well as some positives. There wasn't that many stars that came out of it, um, which considering what it was there to do, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd want more hits than misses, wouldn't you? Like Goldberg. Yeah, okay, Goldberg's one. Batista was considered not good enough. Famously, Batista hated Sergeant... Uh, Dwayne Bruce. Uh, Dwayne Bruce, that's right. And um, the assassin. Oh, no, your birthday banner has oh, fallen. It's symbolism. <laughs> Matthew's, Matthew's later struck down by a mystery person with a black and red mask. The <laughs> motorcycle. That's got to be my mate, Carl. It's got to be my death. <laughs> I hope there's um, one last words. He pretty much buried Vince Russo in interviews this week. Oh, and he continues to do so to this day. What's he saying? Oh, one. He said when he was first let go, Harvey Schiller asked asked him about Vince Russo. Bischoff. Nah, you'll be fine. Uh, Eric Bischoff said Vince Russo was working for McMahon without a contract, which meant he was either not very valuable or Vince McMahon was an idiot. He told Schiller <laughs> that time will tell. Time has told a story. <laughs> And it does not appear that McMahon was an idiot. Okay, that's, that's a good line. That's a good line, isn't it? And it's a fair shout as well. Uh, he said he wanted to remain running head. To, he said he wanted to remain running head to head with Raw and would prefer what? going um, and would prefer going up against them for the whole two hours. So he still wants a bit of a ruck with WWF. I would surely think that if you're looking at rebuilding a brand you do it on a different day what, what's establish that an audience what's that field Marshall Haig you want us to continue <laughs> walking directly towards the enemy they won't that's right expect it the 30 second time <laughs> so as Bischoff is getting ready so like this so Bischoff is, is and Fusion Media are looking to take over WCW we shake our heads now and we we roll our eyes and we, we you know we as you say we poke at the corpse of what could have been but what do you remember about this from when it was all going on. I remember hearing little glimpses of this and being quite intrigued by it. Well, we talked beforehand because of the monthly production of Power Slam magazine. By the time stuff happened, it was like we already skipped this bit because the other yeah. stuff had happened, as we'll find out next week, presumably. But it seemed impossible to me as a kid. Uh, ECW always, oh, not making much money, not making much money. Yeah, whatever, but they're They'll still around. They'll always be there. Yeah, whatever. You know, I played many games of uh, many RTS games like Tropico or whatever, and you could be like, you don't have much money, but I still end up winning some of the levels. I'm like, yeah, whatever, doesn't mm -hmm. really matter. And the idea of WCW dying when it was on TV every week, you're like, WCW, you're talking about it's possible because it? die. It's like, it's like just waking up one day and find out um, Jupiter has disappeared. You're like, <laughs> is there a minute ago? Was it gone? It's like, just not here. Like, it just didn't seem like a thing that could happen. So to skip to it and go, uh, yeah, it's dead. <laughs> Like, what? Where did it die? Just insane. And that, hearing stuff like this is just oh, bittersweet because Bischoff's one of the most misunderstood or misrepresented people in entire wrestling history because partly due to WWE's revisionist history about, oh, he only got lucky, he only signed people who were famous in WF, blah, blah, blah. Oh, if he's so successful, then why? where's his company? And he said many times beforehand, yeah, he did some lots of stuff wrong and he admits it but he also had so many great ideas was more forward thinking than 90% of people who'd come in the way of WCW before him but nothing was going to stop uh, in the way of WCW's death or merging because of the Time Warner AOL merger so 
people overlooked that, no matter his positives or the strengths or weaknesses or anything like that. Nothing was going to prevent that. No. Nope. Nothing. Nothing he could have done. <laughs> Uh, with all that going on, WCW is still going on. Uh, they present oh. their first pay-per-view of 2001. It's uh, like a chicken ring about its head. It's basically at this point. Um, formerly sold out, it would be the first pay-per-view of the year. It's WCW Sin. Oh, that's right. Yes, because Sin, Greed. They were going to do the Seven Deadly Sins, weren't they? But they what say they, they were going to. Sloth. WCW slot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they use the good ones first, but like after that, it's like WCW presents lust, mm. lust in the eyes. Sin isn't even a sin. Earth. Sin is the name of the sins. Yeah, sin's not a sin. Greed is a sin. <laughs> Anger, <laughs> sin, lust, envy, super brawl. <laughs> ah, the seven deadly sins: lust, <laughs> greed, avarice, super brawl, revenge, <laughs> road wild. Actually, we you know what we give WWF a bunch of nonsense for for just adding an extra word to an already established pay per view, WrestleMania yeah. Backlash, Super Brawl Revenge. <laughs> yeah, putting that out there into the world. Yep. Um, quickly run down sin. There's one particular uh, bit of news that broke from this show. Oh, Tom. What? Chava Guerrero beat Shane Helms, retained the Cruiserweight title. Guess the stars. Oh, Chavo was a star back in the day. That's right. So that's one. <laughs> Three and a half in total. Uh, Reno oh, Reno beat Vito in a match that was surprisingly oh, good. I remember that being a little uh, hidden gem. Mm. I'm not sure if it's aged that well or not, but at the time of, the, of that, it was like Reno's whatever. How many stars? I'm going to say three. Three stars. Well yes. Done. Uh, Young Dragons beat Jamie Noble and Evan Courageous, or as the graphics said, Jamie Courageous uh, yes, and Evan yes, Noble. I remember that one, yes. Uh, what do we reckon to this one? Three stars? Four stars. Okay. Hell of a match. Okay. Uh, there was a bit in this match where um, they were supposed they, they were suppo- this was supposed to be the finish where Yang went for a crazy dive off the top, overshot Jamie, landed on his ass. Jamie, without missing a beat, grabbed Yang, called it called a small package. So Yang rolled him up for the pin. So they kind of they 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 blew the finish, but then they made it good. Oh. Four stars. Uh, the cat beat Mike Sanders to become commissioner of WCW. I thought the loser would have become the commissioner at this point. <laughs> Two stars. Two stars. Well done, mate. Oh, wow. Team Canada beat the Filthy Animals in a penalty box oh, match. Oh, I remember this. This game, a lot of people complain about it. I think it works really well. Um, two and a half. Two and a half. Well done, mate. Not nailing these. Meng beat Crowbar and Terry Funk to win the WCW Hardcore title. <sighs> That's not the one with the car. Oh, no, that was just Crowbar Funk with Meng. Uh, one and a half. Two and three quarters. Better than it deserved to be. It's just AEW full gear. This is the thing. These are amazing the star The general ratings. consensus is that this show is far better than it should have been. Like Everyone went out there to work. I guess. Oh, no, no. Everyone out there working. You're in the shadow on. of like Bischoff who's taken over the company and you all want to impress. So I kind of get that. Uh, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare beat Dallas Page and Kevin Nash. The insiders, la la la, uh, to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. It's just feud ever ending. Jesus. Uh, how many stars though? Oh, none. Two. Two and three quarters. <laughs> what the hell? Shane Douglas beat Captain Rection in a first blood chain match. Oh, no. One. One star, mate. Or they tried, but it was pretty bad, says yeah. the, rev- the observer. Yeah, but maybe a crop. Luger and Bagwell beat Goldberg and your mate Sarge Dwayne Bruce to end Goldberg's streak and supposedly retire him. Yeah. I don't know why your mate, Batista's mate, rather. Yeah, it's my mate. Your yeah, mate. Me and Dwayne. Yeah, the finish of that was. Luger had Goldberg on his shoulders and then Bagwell hit the blockbuster. Which, like, 
That's a crazy high spot for those two. It's really that good. Was, um, I'll give it two and a half. Two and two and a quarter. Um, in the strangest scene, the crowd gave Goldberg a respectful round of applause as he made his way to the back because yeah, this is yeah, apparently was his, his streak was on the line. He said, "If you lose a match." Which is actually one of the one of the better things that WCW did in later days is goes Goldberg you're on your streak, but if you lose a match, you're out. So it's like, oh, some actual tension in these Goldberg squashes. And then he lost, and obviously, yeah, they, they adhered to the stipulations. Main event. Scott Steiner beats Jeff Jarrett, Sid, and uh, the mystery man to become to retain the WCW championship. Before we get into what happened, stars. Oh, like one and a half. It was rotten. Minus two. Yeah. Sid was on offense for most of the match. This oh god, I actually remember the review of this from Power Slam. Sid's pun <laughs> Sid's punches looked like they couldn't break the skin off a rice pudding. <laughs> I remember that. That's a good line. I remember that one. Sid was Decades particularly later. awful in this in this match. Um <clears throat> this pays off the storyline oh. of several weeks of the mystery man who was set to come and uh and and and, and help out to stop Scott Steiner, apparently. Um, the mystery man doesn't enter the match straight away. He is released from a limo by Ric Flair about nine-tenths of the way through the match. And he is wearing what can only be described as a bumblebee outfit. Like, completely, like, black with, like, yellow bits on. It's a weird it's look. Like white st- it looks more like the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah, that would have been it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> it's the mystery guest. <laughs> Um, as he runs out to the ring, there is some kerfuffle. <sighs> so, whilst they had cut to the back to watch the mystery man make his way to the ring, Sid decided, in his infinite wisdom, to go for a big boot off the top rope. In, in fair, I've got to object to this. Um, he was advised or pushed into or recommended by Johnny... Is it Johnny Ace, I believe? Johnny Ace. Yes. And uh, you need to, like, vary up your offense because you'd seen his punches. Mm-hmm. How about you come off the top rope? And Sid had said he wasn't really wanting to do that, but Johnny Ace apparently coerced him. Or such has been said by Sid. Again, I'm just saying... That's oh, fair enough. So it... people say Sid is infinite wisdom. No, Sid didn't want to do it, according okay. to Sid. Okay, Because okay. Sid did not come off the top rope. Like, in 91, he wasn't come off the bleeding top rope. So. Fair shout. They, okay, I take that back. Uh, Johnny Ace and his infinite wisdom advised Sid to come off the top rope. But the move that Sid came off the top rope with was a top rope big boot. You can tell he didn't go off the top rope very often. No. Uh... So Sid comes off the, I think it wasn't even the top rope, I think it was the second rope. Yeah. He jumps yeah, off yeah, the second rope. rope with a big boot, uh, and he lands full weight on his one foot, because the other foot is in the air doing a big boot. He crumbles to the ground, and you think, oh, that looks bad. And then he sort of sprawls out, and you think, oh, what's... That's a weird angle. And you realize that Sid's leg is literally snapped in half. Not even metaphorically. I'm using literal in the proper sense. Literally snapped in half. Yeah, it's fibula and tibula, I believe. Fibula, tibula, gone. And it, his leg went down like an accordion. It and, and, it, and at one point... It's been horrible. They have the shot of it. And like it kind of... like I'm quite grim describing this, but I remember watching it going like... Sid like put his leg up to try and move it, thinking maybe he thought, oh, it's pins and needles or whatever. Lifts it, and it just sort of floats in midair. Like it wobbles in the air. It's really grim. But even more grim is the fact that because they cut to the back, who is it? It's the Zodiac. And they cut back, and it's just Sid lying on the floor. They didn't show this on the pay-per-view, so they missed it. 
So everyone who's just watching, maybe going, why Sid on his ass? So Eric Bischoff would then play the clip of Sid's leg on Nitro and Thunder several times. So you go, no, no, this is what happened, guys. In but then that, of course, Zodiac Killer comes in. He's like, the Zodiac! Sees Sid completely knackered. He's like, weak punch. It, I think it was you know? a double axe handle to the head of yeah, Sid. Yeah, like, aha. And then Jeff Jarrett's like, pin Cause, Sid. Because here's the thing. It's it, like, oh, thanks to the Zodiac Killer. He was able to pin Sid. Because they're like, well, what are we supposed to do here? Wrestling is bullshit. Because, like, Sid's leg is broken. He has to lie there with his leg literally broken and wait for a fucking angle to play out. And it, boff, double axe handle, then do it, then celebrate in the ring, then get Sid out. Sid's been on the floor by this point for about three minutes yeah. with his leg in half. Like, damage properly done by that. Um, the, it's so, in amongst all of this, the mystery man who was meant to be hindering Scott Steiner ends up helping Scott Steiner and is revealed to be Road Warrior Animal. <laughs> so, great. <laughs> Really worth Sid busting his leg for that match. Yeah. Or worst match of the show. A great show. Worst match was the main event. Wow, that sounds like WCW. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame the rest of the card's so good because when you say that pay-per-view, oh, yeah, Sid's leg. But there's so much good stuff on that. Oh, there's a, a shame. lot of other good stuff have in there. Watch, have to wait a few years for you guys to catch up. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. You'll have to jump in when we're when oh, we're jump getting jump in, Tom, up. really. Oh, yeah. What's the second rope? Sorry. Uh, so that aside, though, what a pay-per-view to go off on. Certainly, certainly was. Well, there's still we've still got no. Greed and Super oh, yeah. Raw Revenge to come. The story's not yet Wait, done what? with WCW. Oh, it's January. Right. <laughs> January. It feels like it's dead already. No, no, we've it's still got crazy, two more yeah, pay- course, two more one. fairly decent pay-per-views to come. We'll, we'll get to them as time goes on. Uh, Mick Foley is a father once again. Congratulations to Mick and Colette Foley this week. Uh, Colette gave birth to their third child, Mickey Jr. Foley currently finishing up his second book, covering his life in wrestling, talking about some of his favorite matches of all time as as well as his life since the end of his last book, uh, is now celebrating being a father once more. Aww. Which is really lovely stuff. Um, let me tell you about the curious case of Hamo Bull from this week. <laughs> uh, before we move on. Curious case of Hamo Bull. So this comes from The Observer. There is a wrestler that is being trained by Arthur Anawaii, who looks almost exactly like The Rock. To the point where, if you saw a photo you would swear that it was him. Okay. Same face. Obviously, he's groomed himself in an identical manner. The only difference being that the guy called Hamo Bull is a competition bodybuilder, so his physique is better, but he's five foot ten. So he's like a shrunk version of The Rock. I'm going to show Matthew... <laughs> I've never heard this before. ...of Hamo Bull, who was in the news this week. Wait, why was he? okay? Yeah, shows a picture of his first. No, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, he was in the news this week. Okay, so there's Hamo Bull. <laughs> You'd swear it was the Rock, eh? You'd <laughs> if you saw a photo of him, you'd swear it was him. Why? If you smell, <laughs> I'm glad that was your reaction because that was mine too. <laughs> He looks like, like, and he, and I think, you know what? And I thought this, I thought the reason why you would be as desensitized to that as I am is because we lived through the, 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 the tribute era of British wrestling. 
And we had people who looked a bit like The Rock doing the rounds on yeah. the weekly. We had Robbie Brookside as The Rock at one point. We had we? Rock Steadfast as The Rock for a while. He does these impressions. You swear they're the real people. But here's the thing. According to The Observer this week, oh, Hamo Bull went to a high school football game in Allentown. Uh, the same uh, high school that The Rock went to uh, when his father was in the WWF. The local paper in Allentown ran a story about how The Rock had come home to watch a football game. <laughs> To find his missing inches. <laughs> What's happened to the rock? He's clearly shrunk in the wash. <laughs> so, fun story about Hammer Bull. He's not a wrestler anymore. A few people say a few. There was there was some there's some stuff online that says he went on to become Sunny Siaki. That's not the case. I was going to say, hang on, hang on, the other other rock, the other rock. Sunny Siaki is not Sunny Siaki, but Hammer Bull. Make time to look him up. He was a, a deep joy in the wrestling news of oh. this week. I wonder if he came to be the smoke. He would also do the same stick on indie shows in 01. I really like to think that he had a really funny Oh, Juventud Guerrero, who Hello, just did the Hello, I'm The Rock. Yes, man. Hello, it's me, Hello, the Ed. I'm our ball. Hello, it's the Ed here. I've, I've designed The Rock. Here's how you should but draw The Rock. But I ran out of clay. Yeah, yeah. Boom. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I made him bloody crap. <laughs> I tried this heart attack. It was bloody crap. Um, Smackdown this week. We're going to go throw to Matthew... In in just a moment, but ring 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 ring. Oh, what's this? What's 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 going on? This this somebody's hello. Oh yeah, he's here now. I'll, I'll put him on for you. Somebody wants to speak to you, Matthew. Hello, is that little Jimmy? Jimmy, oh. Oh, I, it's, it's me, Kane. I've heard that it's your birthday today, Jimmy. Oh, hello, Joke from uh, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> hello, the Lord Diminishing Returns. How are you doing? <laughs> You're thinking of my brother, Diminishing Returns, Kane. Uh. He's rubbish by the end of the week. Anyway, I'm calling to wish you a happy Easter. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Did Santa bring you any nice dreidels? <laughs> I have to go now. I'm in a film. Bye. Uh, bye, Kane. See, that's Kane. That was cool. That was, wow, that was amazing. Wasn't that great? A phone call wow. from Kane on your birthday. <laughs> Honestly, that voice was so good if I shut my eyes. <laughs> And pretended I was somewhere else. It was lovely. Uh, no, thank you, Tom. That's for that. not the only phone call that's been very important this week no. in the wrestling world. Oh, I don't know whether you heard about this. So um, this is this is in the modern wrestling world. Oh, you can go on, go on. It's in the modern wrestling. Go world. on, ring, ring. ring, I'll, ring. Talk, I'll talk to you. Yeah, ring, right, ring, ring, ring. I was like, you're good. Hello. I was kids. Oh, hi, 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 Triple H. Mm. It's Mike Powell. Have you heard them do this? <laughs> Mike Powell, you got the name wrong. <laughs> hey, have you hear Mike, Tom do this? Hi, Mike Powell. I'll turn you around so it looks like you're listening. <laughs> Hi, Colin. Go on. Hi, Mike Powell. It's really good this How are you doing? I'm doing good, yeah. Um, I don't know whether you follow much wrestling in in, in Japan. Yeah, I keep across it. Um, it's just they, they want some advice from you. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to give some advice while I'm... While I'm uh, Laying up in bed. It's just that they've got Wrestle Kingdom coming up, and um, they're looking for... Uh, they're thinking about doing an interpromotional storyline <laughs> on New Japan. 
Do you think it's a good idea? And uh, if so, which promotion should they work with? <laughs> Joshi. So, Smackdown. <laughs> Noah! The famous company, Yoshi Noah, yeah. Where do they go so far? Rubbish! <laughs> Thank you, Colin the Caterpillar. Thank you, Colin the Caterpillar. Because I'm in Tra- Sendai trade- Girls, not Joshi. Trademark. Joshi's just style. <laughs> ring, ring, who's that? On the phone? <laughs> it's all right, the phone's off now. <laughs> gonna cut his bum. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, the caterpillar, I can hear it speaking. No, cut my ears off. So now I have to hear that joke again, please. No, uh. <laughs> Smackdown this week. Oh, get Smackdown, fight, hooray! <laughs> the reason we're all here. Dark matches, very quickly. Joey Abbs beat Bo Dup. Texas. <laughs> Texas. <laughs> I don't want to find that as funny as I did. Both up still around. Tech Slazenger beat just Joe. Slazenger's a... Midian, isn't it? Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I thought it was gone with. Yeah, gone only, with the Midian. He's gone. He's, why, is he, my idea. why is Midian using his real name? Because this is, I, I believe this is the sort of Dusty Rhodes inspired character that he's been doing on Dark Matches. We've oh. talked about this. Oh, I'd forgotten because it's Midian. <laughs> God, he was bad. S.A. Rios beat uh, a local competitor we don't know the name of. Uh, on Heat, K-Quick beat Taz. Bless him. Oh, bless him. Billy Gunn beat Albert. Bless both of them. Uh, Lowdown beat Kai and Ty. Uh, Scotty Too Hotty, who's in the news this week in the wrestling, uh, beat... Noah. Noah. <laughs> beat Crash Holly. So that's, that's your Heat oh, tapings. So there wow. you go. Wow. Well, are you gonna? Do you want to try? No, you know what? I'll let, I'll let you. Yeah, I want to have a. I'll do the honest way whilst you're you, whilst you're talking us through the smackdown. This is, is our deal with lactose. Because my birthday, I'll have a bit, and then I'll just feel bad tomorrow because you know it's a gift. But I'm gonna give this to everybody else because if I, if I that, <laughs> that was the last podcast Matthew ever did. <laughs> in the interest of fairness, Vince tells us, standing in front of several XFL logos, <laughs> if Triple H provokes Austin, then he loses his title shot at the Rumble. And if Austin provokes Triple H, then he is out of the rumble. Austin stunners Angle and beats the champ in an untitled match later on in Raw. Triple H heads the ring and reminds everybody of how clever he is and how smart he is and how his dick's the size of Edinburgh and dares Austin to give him the first shot. But both men end up yelling at each other like fighting bitch. How are then? How are then? How are then? <laughs> Austin resists the urge to punch him by flipping him off and walking away. But that's then gets called a, a big fat pussy. Not just a regular pussy. And this Austin runs down. I thought he was called a bitch. Oh, maybe it was. But it's, it's weird because they usually have bitch. No, they go in between it. I, I thought it was pussy. This is UPN. They, they censor the swearing on UPN. I did they say pussy? You... Sensor. So I don't know. I just assumed it. Wow, it's just what my brain was at. I do apologize. You pussy bitch. And runs down to presumably attack Triple H, but Angle recovers, nails Triple H with an Angle slam, and Austin goes, That's a convenient way of getting damage on Triple H. Thanks, Angle, and gives Angle a stunner. <laughs> Angle got very much put in his place on Raw. Yes, to say the least. That. 
to Austin Sutherland's angle to blow off some steam. And after that, the display of the concept of masculinity, witty wee, witty woo, we're in Chicago. <laughs> They're all chatting CM Punk. Uh, <laughs> I'll do the I? wave. <laughs> the main event, Undertaker, Austin and The Rock will take on Kane, Kurt and Rikishi with Triple H as the special guest referee. That is a Man. loaded main event. It certainly is, but God, they love that guest ref stip. They mm. have shoved this in so many times. No wonder it was a gimmick at SmackDown 2. Oh God, you couldn't avoid it. I think it was just an easy way to get extra storyline out of a Extra star power match. before yeah. giving away a big match. Yeah. Uh, Jericho starts off the show and reminds us he's taking on Benoit in the ladder match by, by bringing a ladder to the ring for presumably some climbing analogy he'll use in the mic to sound clever. Instead, Jericho says he's not going to talk for 20 minutes or show funny pictures or call Benoit a gap-toothed jackass. Name-calling is over. Here's some facts instead. Number one, I beat you up with this very ladder on Raw. Number two, I'm going to beat you at the Rumble with a ladder like this one. Number three, I don't want to wait until Sunday. I want your ladder match tonight. Oh. Is what people usually say. But Benoit, I don't want to wait till Sunday. <laughs> I want your ladder match tonight. Perry Sutton shows up wearing an Eddie Guerrero shirt because <laughs> WF does not have one of his own. Because <laughs> screw you, Perry. No. It's also the SmackDown debut, I believe, of the partially bleached Tash. Is it? I think so. So it's a, it's a beard with mustache. The bits here... I don't really know the, the terms for because I don't really have to think about these things. These bits are dyed. Ah. Not the tash, not the beard, the 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 gooch of the beard, <laughs> if you will. Um, and I guess that's one of the highlights of Perry Saturn at the minute. Because Perry explains Jericho struck Benoit in the head. So the doctors are looking after him. I'm sure there'll be no long-term repercussions. Jericho calls him Jupiter and points out he's cross-eyed. Also, because your ego is as overinflated as Terry's chest, Jericho will accept Saturn's challenge. I love Perry, but Jericho was right to mock him and downplay him because he talked like road warrior animal on the mic. Jericho's serious for once, and Saturn's like, you know, tonight. Ugh. Saturn, I think, got himself very G'd up for like his first real promo time to shine. I was like, oh, that's a shame. I begin to see why Perry maybe doesn't work. As a thing, because I always, I always wanted Perry to do well. Likewise, you know, he's an he's a he's a really good wrestler, and and I know you'll probably listen and go, well, he's not that good. They have done more with less than Perry Saturn. Yeah, there was a few matches last year where like he was he he looked like a Brock Lesnar, like in terms of like the move yeah. set and the stance. It's like ah, uh, could have been something. I'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. I think Perry was good at promos. But then he saw what they did with Malenko and went, uh, 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 this is how I talk on the mic. And like, oh, we won't give you any sorrow lines. You went, phew. <laughs> Except one, when you beat up Mike Bell next this uh, year. We have that to look forward to. Yep. But until then, after 20 whole seconds of action of Saturn getting beat down by Jericho, Benoit shows up with a sharper haircut. He interferes and gets taken out immediately by Jericho <laughs> on a sneak attack. The third version of the Radicals was a joke. Uh, Benoit and Saturn worked together to slam Jericho's arm in the middle of a ladder before strapping him the crossface. Poor Jericho. So much pain. The Observer lists this as a DQ ladder match win for Jericho, but I but don't think it wasn't a match. The commentators point out the bell hasn't rung. Yeah. This isn't officially a match. 
Joker wanted one, but it's not. It's just a, just a segment, isn't it's it? Just it's just a, a segment. Just a, just a fight in a segment. Because they have to protect Saturn. <laughs> Gotta keep Saturn strong. Um, Benoit running out and knackering Jericho's arm was effective. I agree with that. Storytelling. Yeah, this is very much, by the way, the entire episode is a setup show for the Rumble, which is this weekend. Yes, the Rumble is coming up in a couple of days, so there's just some last-minute tinkering to do with it before they get there. Uh, We are about to get one of the the best ladder matches of the decade. Mm. Da-da-da! It's been a while since I've seen it, but I I can't wait to see it again, actually, because I've forgotten what that match was like. I remember Mm. every bit of the Rumble, but the rest of the show was a bit of a blur. Anyway... Poor Jericho. He seems to be in agony. Anyway, Triple H walks backstage with Stephanie, who has a fancy XFL jacket. <laughs> and they point this out. What? Look at my XFL jacket. Yeah, get ready for insertion of XFL any any way they can. Oh, yes. Speaking of insertion, hey, look at that. Trish Stratus has her own locker room. This angers Steph. And before we get more of that, and we'll get plenty of it in this episode, we then get a hysterical... Muscle Supplement advert, which plays 100% like a parody of Muscle Supplements. Mate, this plays like an episode of That's Gotta Be Kane. This is beyond parody. Okay. To the point where... <laughs> can I can I say this bit? I, I was going to do a blow-by-blow blow account, but if you want to oh, go okay, ahead. Okay, you do a blow-by-blow. Okay, blow, blow, you do okay blow, so blow. to set the scene, uh, a dude in relatively good shape is at a, is in a gym locker room, looking himself in the mirror, going, man, if only I was bigger... I could be a baseball player or a fireman or, hey, I could even be Triple H. And then Triple H appears in the gym like a genie. And he literally says, I put down brackets, make Tom say this. Triple H, what are you doing here? Now, now, Tom, we're not allowed to play audio Smackdown on the podcast. I've been told off. They said it. Oh, that was you doing that, was it? They said it. They said it. They actually said it. Triple H, what are you doing here? And then a hot babe walks past to wink at him, and Triple H says, I'm here uh, dealing with business. Shagging a secretary. (laughs) She works for a Japanese wrestling company. (laughs) Which one? Um, I don't know, but presumably some business is the woman. (laughs) (laughs) What I like about this show now is that we're now over 70 episodes in, and I'm noticing that the more the longer we go, the more per week you under your breath go, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I just, can't that's wait just... till episode 200 where you completely fucking resent sitting in the same room as me, but you are contractually obligated to keep coming in. And I know it, and I just keep fucking needling you. I'm having the best day. That's got to be passive aggressive. <laughs> no, I love it really, by the way. In case people think I'm genuinely annoyed. He's really annoyed. Um, so Triple H is here. He appears because his name has been summoned like Candyman. <laughs> he said his H three times. What are you doing here? I'm, I'm fucking this woman. Anyway, get Muscle Builder because Triple H is then shown with an entire room full of cheerleaders because he's currently running gauntlet matches every night. Now he's pumped full of Muscle Builder. Get Muscle Builder and fuck women. <laughs> that's the it, story. It, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> but that's, as you say, it's a parody of every Muscle Builder advert yeah. ever, where it's just like, get muscle, or the women will want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> women fucker. Protein supplement. <laughs> I knew people that took muscle supplements that no woman wanted to fuck. Some of them I speak to on the daily. <laughs> you know who you are. Anyway, 
<laughs> any so, other thoughts on this, this parody? This uh, Joe, uh, Joe Weeder. Uh, it's the Weeder Dynamic Muscle Builder. Joe Weeder, funny enough, him, his life very much is, is that of a cliched muscle builder commercial because he got sick of being bullied for being scrawny as a kid. So he, do, he looked into the world of like protein powders and, and, and shakes and stuff like that to try and build mass to the point where he created his own formula through help and created the Weeder, uh, the Weeder Foundation, which sells not only um, muscle building powders and products, but they are the founders of magazines like Flex and Men's Fitness. Oh, I've heard of them. But the guy who set it up was sort of like your your archetypal kid that gets sand kicked in his face in, in the early adverts for like muscle building. Uh, and it's that guy. So fun story, like the weedy guy probably did want to be like Triple H. What are you doing here? That just killed, oh my God, mate, I just, I very rarely laughed out loud to myself on my own. Triple H. Tell a lie, I do all the time, but, but I did on this occasion. And not only that, Triple H booking himself to win a muscle builder advert. <laughs> I've got to have sex in the advert to make it clear that I'm having lots and lots of sex. <laughs> uh, and do you know what? And, and this speaks volumes about how how insecure. fucking insecure Triple H is. And like, because the Triple H in the wrestling world is like, Steph, don't even look at Kurt Angle. Stay away from other men. You're my wife. Meanwhile, in a muscle builder advert, yeah. oh hey, I was just having sex with all these women. Well, I'm not having sex with muscle building adverts. I should be reminding everyone how clever I am. Why isn't Steph fuming? Right? Because Steph throughout the night. Actually, we'll come to it. We'll come to it. There's, there's a there's, there's a real point in this night where I thought Steph was Steph needs to check check herself before she wrecks yeah. herself. Yeah. We'll get to it. We'll park. Yeah, that. moving on from the Wielder's uh, insecurity powder. <laughs> Edge and Christian are here, and they have the duds at the Rumble, so they are not in opposing mood. But if you want to take a photo or something, ladies and gentlemen, shoot this, and they air the ambush against the Dudleys on Raw, then giving them both concertos stood up in a in a hallway somewhere. It's an interesting way of doing that. They did show up with bruised heads and walking funny. They're concussed, King. Laura responds, they've been dizzy since they were born. How can you tell? So despite the bruising and CTE, Bubba's wrestling Edge in a singles contest. Edge sends him outside and drop kicks the back of his head into some steel steps. Bonk. Bubba manages to come back, slingshots E onto C on the apron and wins of a schoolboy. Wrestling with head trauma. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> Devon then lands the Wazup headbutt with his dizzy head, and in the confusion, E and C attack both men anyway, and drop Bubba off the apron through a table and right on the back of his head. Ah, wrestling. For what this? Okay, yeah. So the idea of making them wrestle with concussions is is shocking. Um. We didn't know any better. We didn't know any better. Like you know, con you know, con you know, we wouldn't do anything about concussions for many years. But the whole storyline about them having concussions, I thought, for what? It, okay, as grim as it was, it was done well. Like bruised heads make a nice physical observation of the injury. Like Bubba was really good. Like like Edge would just like one point Edge like like hit him with like a forearm at the back of the head, normal, just a normal sort of transitional move. And Bubba just screams out and hits the ground. Like anything that revolves around the head is, is immediately a KO. Mm. Like, and I like the way they put that together. So for what it was, I thought this was fine. Yeah. Gets us to oh, yeah, I'm a, a, a really, effect, a really you know. effective win on, on Sunday. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. And it was a hell of a match as well. So mm -hmm. looking forward to it. Trish arrives via big black limo. 
which infuriates Steph, who bitches to Triple H, who was like, calm down, calm down. And she says, I never tell you to calm down when people cross you. And Triple H leaves instead of some of this. I'm like, hey, remember when they were feuded? <laughs> that would be great. Why don't they do that later on? Triple H was really missing a, a beat there. Triple H should come in and go, oh, Austin's provoking me. Instead of going, hey, Triple H, what? Calm down. Ooh. <laughs> and you know why they didn't? Because Triple H wouldn't have looked mighty and sexy. Because a, pa- a part of me at this point is thinking, is this going to be a setup for something? Because <laughs> yeah. it already starts like, we're going to pretend that we've got an argument that no one else can see but us. But then they'll know and then we'll trick them and then you'll somebody will accidentally fall over a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, the Hardy Boys and Lita take on... Muscle Builder, a, a Greyhound XFL shirt. That's right, 16-hour bus ride from Dayton, Ohio to New York City, and an XFL shirt can be yours. And also, Chef Boyardee overstuffed. Why are you looking into your bag, Matthew? Why are you looking into your bag and hoping that this hasn't fallen apart in the process? Oh, because it has, fuck. Um, it's my birthday. It is your birthday. You know that the fan base of the show, and all of Cultaholic, but mostly this show because, uh, you know, we're being tribalistic right now, is amazing, right? No. Well, no. No. That's that's right. Because of Chef Bayardee and the podcast and everything else, our friend, mine and yours, Stoff Waffle, has sent us... No expense spared. Why Ten, is, it? is it like is this? This is like the Tox TV sack magique. <laughs> You're digging it that far long and that deep. What is? It's like, it takes. It's quicker for the the what's, Power Rangers to put the Zords together. <laughs> Shut up. I know I'll do a bit by bit. What's um, going? What's going on? What are you? Right. All the way here. from Eva Stroff Waffles. <laughs> Darkest night. Oh, it all fell apart, bollocks. What? All fell apart. <laughs> what are we looking at? Tape was a bad idea. What? Was. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Well, that's why I thought we'd open up the parcel today. I went, what the hell is... Thank you, Eva, I think. Thank you for this cursed product. (laughs) This is a cursed... It's going to be on a can because... What a cursed image. What a cursed image. It sent a lovely card and explained it. Okay, so so get the card and explain what... If you're on the Patreon... Since you're now... Oh, I'll only read a bit of it because obviously... Thank you uh, very much. For those listening on the podcast, this is a stuffed... Mouth like a, like a like a cushion in the shape of a mouth and two little cushions in the shape of eyes. <laughs> so, scared the crap out of us. <laughs> oh, there it is. I'm looking. This at is it. what we're looking at now. Uh, you can see it on the Patreon, but that's what we're looking at on the podcast. Yes, there you go. Since you're now almost in your mid thirties, you officially qualify for your very own wee fat dog. Oh yes, so I made you one. That's the other thing. Sorry to clarify. Yes, I got a wee fat dog. Oh, look at the size of it. A little wee fat dog. Damn, son. Is that the fat lump from the infamous It's the fat Twitch, lump. Twitch I mean, it's not because it looks happy to <laughs> exist. <laughs> you know, a wee happy dog's a bit right, but... Sorry, I'll film first to Chef Boyardee, you'll be all right. I love the fat lump. His dog. name is Chef Boyardee because he's an overstuffed ravioli and he loves German sweets. I include some for him, but he's... Oh, you're Chef Boyardee! Oh, if you're wondering about the other thing is, well, after I made Chef Boyardee, a cloud of... I should have read this when I was awake. Of dark smoke appeared around him. When everything cleared, this thing was under him with a note on it that said, Big Dog Dog Bed. I wasn't sure if I should send it to you. 
But I came up with three possible scenarios. One, you think it's funny. You thought, right? Two, you're wondering what kind of drugs I'm <laughs> taking. Or three, you start to regret that I have your address. So more my, according to my calculations, I have a 33 and one third a chance of winning and possibly avoid some sort of curse by... <laughs> Kids just these things stay together. Eva, is Whatever of these three options is the most accurate, I hope you enjoy this present. Much love and love. Thank you, Eva Stoffwaffle. Um, is everything all right at home? Oh, if someone asks you to send this to you, please just say a crazy German lady. Thank you, crazy German lady. Thank you, crazy. That should be at the start of the letter. Okay. Sorry, and I obviously misread it. I thought they said, that's why I went and got like a can, because it's we don't, we don't do stuff ravioli here, so I've got smushy peas. Which amazes some Americans. Um, I don't know what's happening, and that and normally oh, I'm pretty, bugger. I thought that normally, was chef by normally ah. I'm pretty in control. Could we put it on the caterpillar. <laughs> ah no, that's terrifying. It's turning with David Lynch well, film. So okay, so let's just let's just take a moment, right? Ah. So. That's so, Eva Stoffwaffle has sent no, some us German, some crazy a, German lady. a cushion, crazy hey, German lady, a cushion in the shape of a mouth. Um, is it a dog bed or is it just a stuffed mouth? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is it somebody's face? There's teeth back here. There's teeth on both sides. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like if I feel like if this was sent to my address, I might call witness protection. <laughs> I'm so happy this is what I, I get sent. In some countries, this is perceived as a threat. <laughs> Matthew, you've been sent the German mouth on your <laughs> birthday. Oh no, the German das Deutsche Malfen. As it's better known. Thank you, Eva Stoffwaffle, for the wonderful gifts from Matthew. Danke schön. Danke bloodish. I can't even see Cat Bill if you do that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I genuinely thought like the, the name of this is Chef Boyardee. Oh no, you're Chef Boyardee. The oh, dog okay. is called Chef Boyardee. You named the dog Chef Boyardee. Oh. Indiana. So this is the, the dog that has been sent. It's a it's a <laughs> a, a, a knitted wee fat dog. Um, but it looks like when Matthew did a, a Twitch stream a while ago, yeah. he read a he read a he read a post from Facebook. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> it's my favorite things accused ever. Accused of dog napping, yeah. and the guy said like, it was a it was like a lump. It was like a big old fat dog. And the guy said, if I was going to steal a dog, it wouldn't be this fat lump. And just your reaction to it had me on the floor. Ah, and it's a it's a I representation of, of of the dog that has become lovingly known as Fat Lump. <laughs> Oh. And I've got a fat um, lump. I'm I'd, lump. I'd steal I've got a lump of some nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What I want for my birthday every year is a sleep paralysis demon. They can't hang out together <laughs> when, I'm not, when I'm not sleeping. Don't worry, Matthew. Floating eyes and mouth aren't real. <laughs> fat lump will get them. Fat lump. <laughs> so Allow me. The overstuffed ravioli himself. Does fat lump keep the, the demon away? <laughs> You know what they say? A fat lump (laughs) a day keeps the demon away. Come on, guys, he's sleeping. Let's get him. (laughs) Oh, no! Chef Boyardee, the fat lump! What are you doing here? (laughs) Can't be asked. (laughs) I I guess we'll get him then. 
<laughs> thanks, fat lump. Uh, thank you, Eva Stoffwaffle. Thank you. Anyway, thank you. Delightful. The commercial break brought to you by a crazy German lady. Thank you, crazy German lady. We love you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Honey boys and leader. That's right. From ten minutes ago, are instead taking on the acolytes and Jackie. Uh, Farouk beats up Jeff Hardy like it's 99 but then remembers hey hang on, hang on this is going to work it's 2001 <laughs> yes and also somebody has to sell because big bad Bradshaw has to no sell everything uh, Brady lands a clothesline from heck and then they do the double choke it's not a choke slam really it's like a it's a double spine buster oh I always thought it was a choke slam but because like... it's like the Farouk spine buster where he stands oh, up and he does it, yeah, throws yeah, one them up and pushes one. them down with, oh. his, with his palm that makes a lot in more their sense, chest. It? So it was a double spine buster. Yeah. But Jackie comes in, so Lee has to tag in, and the crowd goes banana for her. Lola says, I like those pants Lita is almost wearing. Lita manages a kind of head scissors before Jackie starts just beating her up. <laughs> so Jackie does best. Lita lands the reverse DDT, and the moonsault hits perfectly for once. Fantastic. So, of course, the APA run in, and it's a Donnybrook, I've written here, until Jeff stops the Dominator to hit the twist of fates once on combo, which can only mean one thing in the Hardy Boys match. That's right, they're about to lose. And sure enough, Jeff runs right into a clothesline from Yorkshire for a proper win, lark. You said cannoli. I'll say it. A cannoli from Yorkshire. <laughs> Colony. Uh, <laughs> Colony. Cannoli. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> the WF loves having the Hardys hit their double finishes and then losing. And then dying. It. Yes. It's their favourite thing. It's their favourite habit. Yes. Um, <clears throat> decent enough knockabout match, I thought. It's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It does it's work. all right. You know, setting up the... the the APA for that hot run that they're currently... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Stefan Trish yell about the spanking match on Raw. Stephanie insinuates some things about Trish and throws mayo onto her as the camera makes sure to zoom in on her tits <laughs> until Vince shows up to go, hey, 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 what's all this then? Uh, the PTC did nothing wrong. They get like... Steph and Trish get like 
weirdly close here. Oh yeah. Like yeah. like they yeah. build up Mayo. Yeah, like it's not like um like two male wrestlers going on kick your ass, kick your ass. Like it almost feels sexual. And I think that's by design, knowing the era. Like Steph, mm. like, you know, hey, I'm gonna spank. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, you wouldn't do it. Don't do it. Like it's there's a weird. Uh, maybe it's just me. <laughs> maybe it's just more about. <laughs> yeah, Tom. Maybe it's just more about me. I don't know. Tom, put your clothes back on. I can't help it. But um, yeah, there was a weird sexual tone to it. And then obviously throwing mayo of all things, you know, not a beer, not a punch. Yeah. Some mayonnaise, it's some like, white whoa, mayonnaise. No! Like zooming right in. Like, <laughs> uh, no, no stop, don't eat the mayo. Stupid. And then Vince coming in, like every, like like the like the king of the midlife crisis stepdads who are going. I just want us to be one big happy family that I can have sex with. <laughs> also, did you notice it happens in this bit and later on they add in the sound effect of a door opening and the door closing. I didn't notice that. Rather than have Vince going, I'm coming in now. Door open. Oh, oh I've left. Door slam. I didn't notice this. It sounds like Goldeneye. Go back and listen to that. It could be the, the Goldeneye sound effect. It might be. It uh, will come. Because so many sound effects come from like the same like SFX library. facts. Yeah. You know, like. It should have had the, the noise of the, the, the door from Doom open. <laughs> oh, if you're going to use a door sound effect, all the doors on SmackDown are like sci fi <laughs> doors. <laughs> <laughs> it's it all from the same place in the sense that you know it, case in point the 2k wwe 2k19 contains the wilhelm scream but wilhelm scream at this point is like a, ah everyone knows it's like everyone thing. knows what it's there for i keep hearing it in movies and it's just i think it's just thrown in there as a little easter egg in it now that's that so the like frankenstein's lightning or whatever it's called where it's a very, oh. very distinctive, yeah, a really distinctive lightning sound yeah. effect that's used, yeah. Uh, but never mind that. Lola has a copy of China's book, If They Only Knew. <laughs> what I'm going to do to you. <laughs> You'll be halfway down the block. And that's whatever. Um, never read it, but it got a blasting from Power Slam when it came out. It's uh, It's got a mixed review. A lot of people are down on it because Ch- it's, China's a little bit Alan Partridge in it, to be fair. Like very much a case. Have a you lot read of, it? A lot from what I have read, oh. and then other people have kind of painted it for me. I'm like, actually, yeah. Needless to say, I have the last laugh type vibes from her book. She did a conference call this week to promote the book, and um, she's upset quite a few people in this conference call. Oh. To China. Um, China said that her Playboy was the best, the best selling issue in 12 years. Um, she stood by comments she'd made earlier in the year regarding Trish Stratus, saying she was only offered a job because of the way she looks. Uh, she was asked about taking steroids. Said she'd never taken them ever, and she's been working ah, out. Ha, ha. She just been Sorry. working out since she was sixteen years old. And just generally, there's like a um, there's like an edge to her in these press calls, in these conference calls. And I, and I don't know whether it's whether she's in a bad place. And I know that actually, yeah. you know what? She's not long for the WWF at this point. Even though her book is coming out, she's not long for the company. I think people try to say in a nice, well, some nice ways, some not, not so nice ways that yet yeah, she was getting an ego. She wanted to be part of the six figure club. Mm. Um, I'm not sure if she got it or she got close to it. There was that was happening. She didn't want to be wrestling the women. She thought she'd be main eventing. And sometimes she would be at the top of the card. Like last year, she had the six man tag on, on SmackDown, stuff like this, and stuff mm. ready. But. It's like right now. It's it, it, where do you where do you fit in? There's nowhere. There's nowhere that she fits in. 
yeah. to that story. There was a place for her in WWF, sure, and they could have done mm. lots of things with her. But um, mm. she apparently declined a bunch of them because she wanted to be at the top. And it's like, ah. Uh, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having like lofty ambitions. I think that's, that's how you get on. But I think it's how you present them. And I think Charlotte Flair's had a little bit of this in 2021. Like Charlotte Flair has been presented as difficult because she has rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way. In, terms in of fairness, how... mind Charlotte Flair. Anytime anyone, anyone gets released nowadays, it's, oh, but so-and-so was difficult. And um, yeah. Top Dollar responded to Cultaholics yes. thing about it, which I thought was interesting. Yes, he Same. did. Yeah, well, and he, his, his tweet seemed to say, oh, if being difficult, you mean I expected a certain... Mm. bunch of things because he's from not the world of wrestling it's like I do expect this to be done say how dare you you expect me treated a certain way you you it's that weird mindset back like the wicked minds back to the wicked minds with you like I know when I was getting into radio like the whole mindset was look if you're not willing to do this if you think this doing this job is beneath you there's a thousand other people that'll do it and and when you're a youngster you go oh, okay fine yeah. As I'm older now, and I go, you know, and I say, you know, when I go do like, I do, I do less of them now, but certainly when I do stuff for commentary and shows and stuff like that, I go, this is my fee. And th- last year I had a conversation with somebody where they asked, you know, would like do services as a commentator, and you know, I'm not cheap. I'm not cheap. Your but jokes go, are, but you're my not. My jokes are dirty cheap, but I think you get a quality service. Yeah, I like to think Andrew Bowers, if he's watching this, will say he gets a quality service out of the money that he pays. Um, and I say, this is my fee. And the person in question came back to me and said, thing is, I've got somebody who lives nearby that can do it for half that. And I went, well, you're probably better off using them then. Yeah. Thanks very much. And about that person's like, oh, yeah, but, you know, he wanted, you know, an actual fee. <laughs> that's, well, that's all, it. man. What a raging ego. And is it like, funny yeah. how, like, I can imagine that my name was probably mud in that circle because they said he, he wants this much. And, I, and, and when I said he, he does it for that, he went, okay. I'm not gonna. See, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you to pay more than you can afford. Nor am I gonna not. charge myself less to do the job. Yeah, you're not, you're not. You're not just sat here. You're not just sat here going, God, I wish something would happen. You know, yeah, you're, you're, you're overwhelmed with work. So exactly, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And and again, that's, that sounds like eco, but but it's like I am. And it's funny how a, a discourse like that would leave somebody with the impression of, oh, Tom's big for his britches. No, I just, oh, just... T- top dollar was like, yeah, hi, can I do that? Oh no, we don't. We don't have no rights here. Oh, I'm from the world of is he NFL? Thing is, mm. yeah, yeah, uh, we get this. What? Oh, and he's passionate. This, oh, he, you want a oh, what's that? Not the nine o'clock news sketch. You want a gramophone, eh? <laughs> uh, Muggins here wants a gramophone. Uh, yes. <laughs> but it's that um but he also had a lot to offer to Top Dollar. Like like you know They all and, do in their own way of yeah. the push, but then it's like everyone get released, uh oh China expected this. China, well, China was a big F and deal. Yeah, she was. She was. It's and a shame it's, maybe like okay, there could have been some back and forth between yeah, well, well you're not gonna be slamming Rikishi on the hell in a cell. Mm. Other people will be doing that. But we've got other stuff to you. And she's like, no. I think we walk a fine line all the time between um that sort of arrogance and knowing your worth. I think you, you do knowing your need value. To, you do need to push your own value. But yeah, doing yeah. that without coming across as an arrogant person, it's it's tough for a lot of people. And 
I'm I uh, so obviously hearing you being professional, having all these cool de- deals and saying you can't do this and can't do that and all this. But I was once say, hey Matthew, can you do a uh, this comedy thing? I was want to say the name of it in London. I went sure. I was like, what's your fee? And I went, I'll just just pay for like transport there. I'm about to be all right. I never heard back from them. And part of me was like, wait, like working for free and just covering the transport back and forth was too much. Like, oh. That's a worry. Like, okay, then, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and for future reference. Sorry, never, sorry for pricing myself out. <laughs> don't do those things for free. But they wouldn't even have me for that. I know, but but even so, you gave them the option to. Don't even do those things for free. Yeah. If, if something like that comes up again, right, Yeah. before you reply, message me, and I will guide you through the process. Oh, I've got an agent now, thank you. You've, got, you've officially got an agent. I'll be officially too big for my britches. You've officially got an I'll agent now. I'll be your agent. You I'm know what just, else is? Too, I w- yeah, I sorry. won't take it. I won't even take a take. I will take a cut. I won't, no, I won't even take a cut. Just, just more so because I think a lot of people get get so. And I was guilty of it for a long time. Some people get so wrapped up in like, oh my god, this is the best thing. I really want to do it. But they, without, they have to stop and go. Well, hang on, I'm worth paying because you're going to get a lot of value. Mm. And then if you if you agree, then you'll pay it. And if you don't, then you won't. We'll do it for free. Don't work for free anymore. Sell out. I know, right? On Raw. <laughs> Kane turned on The Rock Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. and choke slammed him so The Undertaker could pin him. Does this mean an alliance between Kane and The Undertaker at the Rumble? <laughs> Undertaker wishes. <laughs> oh, then Undertaker was asked about it and he is looking extra cool today. Cool Undertaker! With his leather jacket, bandana, shades, Dead Man Inc. shirt <laughs> while being filmed. Troops. Wait for it. While being filmed next to a forklift. <laughs> Is he even <laughs> licensed? Undertaker says, if anyone messes with me, I'll make him famous. And that's the facts, Jack. <laughs> no, really. That's what he said. Cool. Here's looking at you, kid. Cool Undertaker. <laughs> 1940s Undertaker. Do you know how to whistle, Michael Cole? Do you remember when we, do you remember we talked about when the, when the badass came in and, and the, a big driver behind the American badass character was the fact that Steve Austin wasn't going to be around and they wanted somebody to fill in that sort of yeah. dynamic and they went, well, Undertaker wants to try something new. Let's lean into that and make him like the new Austin. <laughs> And I still like the fact that now Austin, Austin is back. Undertaker's still there going, oh, I'm going to kick your ass. Boy, boy don't want to mess troops. with me, man. I'm the baddest dead man in crime is cool. <laughs> crime in brackets, I love the cops. <laughs> <laughs> crime Inc. In- Hello, Crime Inc. Inside each of <laughs> us is uh, two wolves. One who loves crime and one who loves the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks on the take of that completely pointless, worthless promo, you, you utter dad. More door opening SFX. Wow. As Vince checks on Trish's body. Vince and Trish hug as Stratus grabs Vince's cheeks. Uh, thank you for that. Until Earl Hebner interrupts by opening the door and going, Vince, man, someone's here to see you. And Vince's like, <laughs> uh, Steph launches an entire plate of unwanted salad at the TV in disgust at watching the segment, which begs the question, why did she watch the whole thing? <laughs> she could have not watched it. And, and here is the other thing the question begs, right? Steph is furious at Trish all night because Trish is, is you know, and, and the whole story is Trish is, Sorry, Steph is angry with Trish. Like, Steph's not angry with her dad. 
She's angry with the woman. Vince is being the pervert. But that's a dynamic. Uh, Steph is Seriously. daddy's little girl to yeah. Vince. So that dynamic works. Then Trish comes in and suddenly Trish is Anna Nicole Smith. You know. <laughs> and also, where where was this rage? This, this So Steph is clearly watching SmackDown whilst on SmackDown. Where was this rage when her husband went, Oh, hi, I've just been shagging that secretary and all these cheerleaders. Why wasn't she throwing salad at the telly then? Feel like, come on. Sure, he threw the mayo over Trish. He's like, well, what's left? <laughs> salad. Always salad left, isn't there? I'm having ca- caterpillar later on. You some, know. some oranges. Anyway, burn the week. Brought to you by Nightmare Fuel. I mean, sorry, st- <laughs> Stacker 2. Stacker 2. The other, other Triple H muscle thing. Trish getting spanked on Raw, despite Kurt Angle doing his best to help by trying to pull out the ring or exposing her ass more. PTC. The Yeah, the PTC kicked off about this. Did they indeed a spanking match on Raw? Yeah, well, here's, okay. here's the thing, right? This is what the Figure 4 Weekly say. Two things WWE did smartly with that angle. Um, that the, good. Was, the angle was all illusion. They didn't actually do it. They just gave the illusion of spanking, which is, which is a what? weird thing to say because they blatantly did. I mean, the illusion of spanking. I saw it. Yeah. When they did pull down her pants and whip her with the belt. Uh And also, when the angle happened, the angle was on (laughs) Raw, which the Paris Television Council doesn't monitor. It only monitors SmackDown. Oh, they mean the clips of it on SmackDown. So the clips on SmackDown were were, were put together Uh... in such a way... Where like and also oh, oh so she a, did get she did get spanked on raw she got spanked okay, on cool, raw that's what I saw but the the clips in question are a little bit leave a little bit to be desired a little bit to be I think figure four weekly are um, but even so something that didn't happen there maybe but, but even so the PTC are trying to to kick off about it but apparently they don't monitor raw they okay. only monitor SmackDown well they love the 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 shots of Trish with the white stuff on her chest that they zoomed in on repeatedly then uh, <laughs> that was they just were saying all over that anyway Vince sees the guest in the parking lot and it's someone oh yeah we only hear Vince's conversation with them are you ready Vince saying are you ready for the rumble I'm here to rumble <laughs> um, and then he says oh do you have a word and he gets in the car with him who is it who is it well it's one of two people but the, the person got mentioned later on so I assumed it's did they get mentioned later on? Yeah. True Kerry? Ah, Drew Kerry. Oh, who are you thinking of? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> you make me wanna jump shout. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's a good shout. Um, yeah, so I liked this bit. There's a few people I remember as a kid thinking there's a few people that could possibly be. I remember weirdly a rumor started at my school that it was gonna be Booker T. When we do the Rumble watch along, I'll try and dig out the power slam that had the who's going to win the Rumble 01 predictions that uh, Ladbrokes were doing. Oh. And some crazy names on there, including Kevin Nash. Wow. Who, again, was under contract. Uh, Steph marches to the ring as she does an analogy about sometimes the trash builds up, becomes a big trash pile, and I need to take out the trash. Or should I say Trish? Oh, Jesus, thank you, Steph. I'm glad you said that. You've been to your husband's school of comedy yeah. timing. Uh, Trish explains me and your dad are just friends, close friends. In fact, me and you, Steph, we're the same. We would both bend over backwards for this company. And I put, hey and Steph then just walks over line by going, you just bend over. What's funny that, is... That, that line, it's there. Like, she said, I'll bend over backwards for this company. The whole crowd go, oh! 
Oh, yes. And Steph almost just like, yeah, you bend over. That's the... It's a Jericho screen of like, you know, hey, you opponent, you should say something really dumb so I can then go, oh, yeah. Saying things that don't need to be said. Yeah. The Triple H School <laughs> of <laughs> Comedy. It's between Triple H and Jericho, they both do it. But, you know, Jericho with the uh, Inner Circle, uh, America's Top Team. Oh, yeah, I could take on all five of you guys at once. Oh, yeah, sounds like your only fans. It's like, huh. thank you, Jericho. Sex. Thank you for the line that you gave me to say. <laughs> all right. uh, Steph explains she's the dominant female, and yeah, I am threatening you. Triple H then comes out to have sex with both of them because the amount of muscle powder in his system. And then Angle comes out to prevent this and you know keep, keep on the air to save his business advisor, Trish Stratus. Just because Trish has an ass and Triple H is an ass, doesn't mean they should be doing this. Also, we've got a match at the Rumble, Triple H. And as well, I'll point out, the president-elect has invited him to his inauguration. So before they fight, to ask, where's your invite? And also, where's your gold medals? And also, where's your WWF title? <laughs> Everyone fights. Anglin and Trish leave, and Triple H moves his shirt because... <laughs> Stacker 2, baby. <laughs> I put it here. Oh, shit. I put it here. Because Stacker 2, <clears throat> now you can play his tails. <laughs> Why did I write that? End the podcast there. End the podcast. Yeah. So thank you, Angle, for Save the Segment. I think that might be the best gag we've ever done. Thank you. I'm taking all Kirk, the blame. <laughs> Kirk, <laughs> Kirk confronts Angle. What? Kirk confronts Angle? And then Vince gives Trish the night off and also gives himself the night off. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, make way for Willie as Regal shows up in a suit with the European champion deciding to commentate on the following match. Val Venus versus Tess. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Tess claps Regal's cheeks before the match starts and rips his suit. Boo. <laughs> Tess is still a heel. <laughs> yeah, I, I put here. I put here. Um, <laughs> Tess. Oh, so, so some slight cheers um, for Regal as he comes out, I noticed. Couldn't help but notice some slight ones. Because he's doing such a good job, the character. Uh, Regal had a problem with Tess because, quote, he's got one of those faces I never tire of punching. Mm. This leads to Tess clattering Regal, ripping his suit to pieces. Tess nearly denied us William Regal commentary, which makes him the biggest heel in the business. Venus, <laughs> oh. And then... <laughs> what's Regal saying when he sits back down? Oh, no, two seconds. Venus makes the save oh, yeah. because one white shirt dude's got to look out for another. And then Trigal sits down. King goes, are you all right? And he goes, I'm not all right. I've just been molested. <laughs> Which I guess is the technical term for that. But it is the technical woof. term, but it just caught me on guard. Yes. I've been molested. <laughs> A match happens between the two, but we don't see much of it because the editing team is more focused on Regal, the star of the show on commentary and in the ring. Uh, Tess gets thrown outside. So Regal bonks him over the bloody noggin. <laughs> So Venus can win, and then Regal celebrates like it's 1888. <laughs> Regal's commentary in this was, was astounding. Um, after oh, got, after getting attacked by Test, he said, I get in the ring and do my business. I don't, I don't attack unexpected young men. 
Uh, Regal then said uh, an anonymous person on Raw. So, so on Raw, Regal saved Trish from getting beaten up by Steph. He was sent ah. out to save Trish Stratus from Steph. He said an anonymous person, who you won't say who, came down to protect, quote, buxom wench Trish Stratus. You <laughs> said buxom wench, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> he did so because he is a, quote, windswept gallant gentleman. <laughs> Give the belt to Regal. What is your problem? Why not just supplant Regal as Kurt Angle for the rest of the year? <laughs> buxom wench. Buxom wench. That buxom wench, Trish Stratus. Because <laughs> I'm a windswept gallant gentleman. God. You should try. He's so old school. You should try paying half pennies. Shilling <laughs> comes down on a comes down on a penny farthing. <laughs> penny farthing. That's a bit expensive. <laughs> I've got the cure for the scurvy. Test starts going. I Steph. No, he's not with anybody now, is he? Yeah. Oh, just looks himself and goes test. <laughs> I guess. Where did it go wrong? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I- what game should I get? Should I get Mario Tennis or Mega Man 64? And you go blast from behind you. Should get a bloody good British game. Like cannon fodder for the Amiga. <laughs> Wimpy the game. Or, or prestigious UK-based games could be like US Gold. <laughs> What's up with that? But where can I find out what games are exclusively made in England? Oh, I can help you with that. <laughs> With any United Kingdom confusion, any British buffer, any Anglophile abnormalities, but hello, you. I'm Guru Larry, and here are top- six test games that Test hasn't played from off of Britain. Can't wank. <laughs> top top five games that star Test. <laughs> But games that are in the code can't wank. <laughs> Never been here. <laughs> Peter Molyneux famously <laughs> didn't know who Test was. Not many people did. <laughs> oh, get me coat. <laughs> Some say Peter Molyneux buried Test in the code of Fantastic Dizzy. <laughs> Whereby, if you go to a certain level with the game halfway in, you see Test crying in the corner. Oh, worth doing just to watch that fucker cry. Wow! <laughs> they in tried the to delete Test from No Mercy. In the game, they kept getting back in. <laughs> the code is too stupid. <laughs> <laughs> on the Smackdown podcast. The Smackdown. Fuck off. Smack. <laughs> on the Smackdown podcast. Uh, 18th of January 2001. <laughs> William Regal, the European champion, asked Test what his favourite uh, Commodore 64 game. <laughs> and he said, Well, Regal, I like Fantastic Dizzy. And he says, What a coincidence. And he gave him CTE. <laughs> we will you see are dizzy, you. but not fantastic. <laughs> Regal remarked, to the enjoyment of me. Wow! <laughs> Subscribe for more fact hunts. 
I'd love Guru Rilari on this at some point. I was on Games World in 1998. <laughs> I've been on Digitizer a few times. <laughs> Patreon got backed. <laughs> if you thought the SmackDown references were old, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> If you look very closely in the crowd and excite bite on the nest, you'll, <laughs> you'll see test in the top left corner, waving a sign that says, I'm stuck on Wetrix. How did that happen? Because <laughs> Wetrix wasn't created until 2000 bloody four. <laughs> you'll see test in the corner going, what happened? <laughs> Man <laughs> <of> muscles, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> this is... <laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> the Revengers of Why Are You Talking About Other Video Game Series? <laughs> We're in some kind of forbidden door. <laughs> Somehow our knock, paths have crossed knock, knock, in the knock. middle of a podcast. Did somebody say birthmarks? Get ready. <laughs> ah, yes. I'm the host How's with the most first Shake hands with all the Ronalds. Ronald McDonald's. If your name starts with the in, it's time to get out. Boris Yeltsin. What are you doing here? Boris Yeltsin's garbage job. He's here as well. Yeah, Boris Yeltsin's on the floor. Allegedly. Mikhail Gorbachev versus Tess. Russians slash USSR presidents to appear. What's happening to me accent? I don't know. I'll move on now, I think. I'm trying to think of other YouTubers I could do a half decent impression of, but nothing's happening. Didn't he need to be half decent? Hello to you absolute legends. Cold jobs! I hear you're making new content. Dark side Phil! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Give me money. <laughs> I won't My don't believe it. <laughs> I oh, I have to buy oh, that's nice. <laughs> I have to buy a new bed sheet. It's gonna be three thousand dollars. I can only pay for it in tips. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you make your Time I mention dogs and fill the the banner falls down a little more. <laughs> oh god! Oh jeez! What a crossover! Hello, my friend. Oh, I'm glad you. All right, no, move on. <laughs> How's that even work, Matthew? <laughs> Can I be in it? I sent you an email. Strong bad from Homestar <laughs> Runner. <laughs> We mentioned you on the classic Raw review. I'm not sure what this is a crossover of anymore. I think the crossovers are, are, are to the limit. Everybody to the limit. Everybody to the limit. <laughs> I agree. Homestar Runner. Guru Larry, wow, that's a bit old, isn't it? Homestar Runner, you may remember, featured. This is, by the way, with nothing but love for Guru Larry. Oh, all the people mentioned, we have love for. Eh, not all of them. Uh, <laughs> Guru Larry, though. God, what a guy. Love Guru Larry. <laughs> I think it's the second time we just went off on what about Guru Larry. <laughs> Hello, you. He's great. 
he, he makes he makes YouTube far more far more interesting, he far does. more bearable. Every time he I see does. his face, God love him. I love him too. We God. should get him on. We should do him. God, we bloody love. I'll him ask him what to do. Watch a rumble. Ask him if he wants to come on. Rikishi talks to Kevin Kelly and tells him the world will be shocked when he wins the rumble. Kelly says they will. I'm not even in the match. Woof, <laughs> 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 Matthew. Kane talked to Coachman. And he reminds him, it's not 29 other people versus Kane. It's Kane versus the, the world. world. And it's 2001, so the world's sweating. <laughs> and it's cool Kane as well. Oh, I could tell. It's cool Kane. Oh, we'll see more of him later on. Okay. But right now, time for Uncool Lawler, who is in the ring to hype the XFL cheerleaders. Oh, no. Here's the Chicago Enforcer cheerleaders to dance with Lawler, because it's 2001, mother truckers. Jeanette, uh, Janice... Melinda, Lynette, Melinda, Melinda, <laughs> Pamela, Christine, the names? Nikki, Shelby, Lisa, Anne, and two, Shanna and Jensie. Dale, Barbie, <laughs> Stewart. <laughs> those are the cheerleaders. Those are the Chicago enforcers. Oh, I'm glad the podcast is enriched by that. I couldn't content. find any more information about them other than their names. <laughs> yes. Anyway, right to censor emerge from the fort of writers to insult the strippers. And Stephen scares them out the ring by yelling like that. Good for him. Yeah, it's a weird decision to just run around the ring going, hold, 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 hold. Lola is mad and brings back book writing China to deal with these two misunderstood individuals. Uh, Lola takes out Stephen and China powerbombs Ivory. And that's it. Cole points out China isn't 100%, but she'll be at the rumble. And I've typed in two words, Oh, no, because oh, I remembered no. what happens. Because they extended to WrestleMania goes. because I guess China didn't work with anyone else until that period. There's no one else to work with. Yeah. Yeah. Austin is, is asked about the Rumble, and Austin doesn't care about provoking no one, damn nobody, butthole, damn boom, hard, tell you what now, propane, propane, <laughs> accessories, blah, 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 blah. That's what I typed. <laughs> hey, here's Steve Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> from the people that brought you that's gotta be Kane hey, hey it's, it's Steve, Steve Black Blackman hello <laughs> to take on Hardcore Holly to a massive fake crowd pop oh. but anyway before or during I should say this here's the WWF to do what they do best and put themselves over and say over a million new voters were created by Smackdown Your Vote citation needed say, so Kurt Effin Angle will be attending the inauguration Brag, brag, why doesn't Kurt ask them why none of the people showed up on SmackDown after you begged them for weeks? Yeah, I was curious why, like, like what sort of, what they're basing this number on. Yeah. They've gone like, a mil- one million new young voters. Why did you vote? They wrote down a little box, because <laughs> Vince told me to. Mm. I smacked down my vote. Mm. <laughs> Intriguing. Das interessant. Hello, you. Oh, I thought you looked on your phone because you had some details. That no, was it, was no it? details. Oh, good. Well, cool. I was Carry trying to find some and I couldn't find it. Oh, that was the end of the story. I was trying to find and I found nothing. I was trying to find details on where WWF got their one million voters from. It's... I asked my friend, Dark Sideville. <laughs> you got a million? <laughs> I could do with a million. I've been shadow banned by a fox. I asked my friend, Ang- what's his name? Angry Joe. 
Is that his name? <laughs> That's a term, right? No, Angry Joe. Is it Angry Joe? Angry Joe was a guy from the... Uh, from the for, I don't know if he still is part of the Nostalgia Critic family. Is he part of that? Oh, I don't realise. I'm not sure. Lots of them aren't anymore. No, only Guru Larry is in canon. Oh, is he? He's yeah. the only one left. Yeah. It's like the one remaining member. 497 of... on my island. The one dude is still in Reckoning on Raw. <laughs> anyway, Blackman bonks bins over Bob's blonde, barely bald boggin. Brilliant. Neither of these men are the hardcore champion, but they are having a hardcore match, so they just bash each other with bins then hit each other with forearms that are stiffer than any of the weapon shots. Well, this is, uh, they say on commentary, this match is Overflow from Raw, because these two had a regular match on Raw, and that they just started clattering each other with weapons. Refs couldn't control them. The match was thrown out. Hmm. So this is a hardcore match based so on that. So it doesn't really mean anything now, but will mean something in the rumble. So yes. uh, Blackman plays a drum solo on Holly, then uses the sticks to backdrop him. Raven interferes with his new red hair to smack both men and helps... Blackman win, kinda. Okay, then Raven runs out the arena and is driven by someone almost ninja-esque. Mm-hmm. I if, don't know. If you watch the the show Heels on Stars, I thought Raven here looked like Wild Bill Hancock <laughs> from Off of Heels. If you did great wrestling. Name. Don't worry about it. It's a good name in it. It's very good as Heels. Yeah. Season two next year. The main event is here. You can tell because The Rock is interviewed by your friend, Kevin My Kelly. mate, Kevin! Yeah. And The Rock says, now's not the time for talking, it's time for kicking ass. Like, I feel like they're oh. in a rush for this main event. Yeah, it was like, no, 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 come back, it is the time for talking, yes. Rock, you're here, we love you. Oh, well. Main event is here, a reminder that Rikishi is number 30 in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H is the guest ref, and so starts off the six-man tag by repeatedly checking Austin for weapons, <laughs> hoping that he'd get annoyed and attack him. However, Kurt Angle ruins this by sucker punching Austin, but it is Austin, so he gets the cover on Angle almost immediately, and Triple H <laughs> slowly doesn't pin. Ooh. We have seen this a lot over the past two months, so it's almost like, all right, all right, hurry up and get the point. Like our, uh, you know, divergence from the plot of SmackDown. <laughs> uh, Undertaker yells, old school, and walks the ropes to take out Angle. He's starting to do that more and more regularly now, and the crowd goes, oh, yeah, we remember, yeah. which I think's nice. If you show it's old school and people go, What? Because it was still not but, quite considered old school for a while, was it? It was considered something else. I'll leave that. <laughs> the Sam. Samsung. Wait, wait for it to go in the corner. Uh, and Vintage Undertaker yells Cole, which we'd hear a lot more of. This is hey, Michael Cole learned the word vintage this week. He did, yes. God help us all. Everyone gets a chance to come in and show why they've got a chance to win the Rumble. So it's just do stuff, do stuff, do stuff, action, action, action. Especially Kane who shrugs off Rock's DDT to stare down his brother Undertaker, who then immediately runs in the corner to get tagged out because he's scared of Kane. (laughs) Ha, 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 bitch. (laughs) Austin stomps a mud hole into Angle, so Triple H has to grab him off. So Kurt Angle shoves Triple H into Austin. Triple H responds by pedigreeing Angle, but he touched Austin. So two of them go at it because it's okay now. Triple H loses his title shot then, right? a little bit of a... uh... A knock, so therefore yeah. it's allowed. Uh, Rock tags in and spinebusters Kane, then Rock bottoms Angle. Triple H makes the count because fuck Angle, lol. Austin stunners Angle. Austin glares at Rock. Kane and say, <laughs> Kane and Undertaker both say, sod this, and knock both of them down to leave impressively. And Rikishi was also here. <laughs> <laughs> also starring Rikishi. Yeah. Our main event this so evening. the show advertises this that everyone gets a bit of stuff in and no one looks too bad match because that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. We do get a bit, a tiny wee bit 
of Austin Triple H going at it, but it's more importantly, the Rumble's coming up. Everyone has to look a bit impressive. And all of these guys, apart from Triple H, obviously who's not in it, do look like they could have potentially won. They had mm. something going for themselves. So I, I think it's very well built up, actually. I don't think they needed to have Austin and Triple H coming to blows. I think they could have got around this without having that happen. I think maybe have it look like they're about to, then have Angle, maybe Angle slam Triple H. Then the Rock and Rock Bottom... Sorry, Austin can then stun an angle to win. And then you go into the double choke slam bit. I just don't, th I don't think you needed Austin and Triple H to touch here. Because it kind of yeah. puts a little cloud over... Oh, is it... I think, yeah, but what they're doing the there... provocation things of it. I think they went, yeah, we're going to a six-man thing, because this is just a, here's some star power, but we don't want anything to really happen definitively. But Triple H also needs to do something. Mm. Fair enough. So, yeah, it could have been... Mm, you know, I think they did the best for what they do, because you need just a show, just to get along, just to the past the finishing line, and then we're at the Rumble, and who cares? I'd have taken a cool cane standing tall at the end. Is something I'm very happy about. Yes. I, I like that there is now... And, and do you know what? And this is... This is why I love Survivor Series as a concept, but this is why yes. I consistently love the Royal Rumble. Oh, because absolutely. Because you're yeah. able to create so many wonderful diverging stories throughout. Yeah, the best Rumbles as well are the ones where there's more than two obvious winners. Mm -hmm. When there's two, it's like, all right, it's not this person, this person. Or sometimes there's been one, and it's like, all right, and they've sucked. But this one, like I said, there's... They're doing a very good... Maybe Rikishi, maybe not, but at least they gave him the number 30 position. So is yeah. that... Maybe. But, yeah, these are... All of these lads look like they could win. I don't mind some, the number 30 going to somebody who probably isn't going to win but could do with being in that stratosphere. Yes. Of being a potential near the end. So, just so everyone knows, the matches that we'll be seeing at Rumble 2001, yes. uh, there'll be a match on Sunday Night Heat between Lowdown and Kaintai. Ooh. The Dudley Boys will be challenging for the tag team titles against Edge and Christian. Jericho versus Benoit, that prestigious ladder match that we've heard a lot about. Ivory were taking on China, defending the women's title. Kurt Angle versus Triple H, the single uh, for the WF title, even though Triple H should have lost it. Oh, well, it's not, it's not, <laughs> that's not quibble. And then the 30-man Royal Rumble match for a WF title shot at WrestleMania X7. <laughs> Very nice. And when we are next together, we're going to be doing a watch-along presentation of the Royal Rumble 2001. And in the next episode, we're going to give away some prizes. Are we? We are. Oh, lovely. So, um, not this, is it? No, 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 no. Fat lump is going home with you, mate. As yes. is as is the uh, the, the 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 sleep the you sleep win. demon. One eye. The sleep paralysis demon will go with you as well. Um, we have teamed up with the wonderful folk at Main Event Candles. Oh. who create wrestling-themed candles. Oh, yes. <laughs> they, amazing idea. Thing. And they are launching their line of Christmas wrestling-themed candles, which includes a wonderful peppermint number called That's Gotta Be Kane. And <laughs> it would be wrong if we didn't give you the chance to smell Kane over Christmas. So <laughs> next week, we're going to give away some of these amazing... Uh, that's got to be Kane Candles from our friends of Main Event Candles. But we're going to launch a competition now for you to get into the draw. What should we get people to do, Matthew, in order to... I've had an idea. Go on. Um, pitch episodes of That's Got to Be Kane. That's a good one. Pitch your own ideas of episodes. It's either that or um, come up with tag team partners for Kane and a name for the team. That's, that's those are two good ones. I was going to go with because there's so many wonderful people who are so good at um, putting pen to paper uh, who could who could draw the best cane. An art competition, you yeah. say? This is an art attack. This is an art attack. You know this what? This is 
Art attack. That is it. Okay, that is a that Ooga. is a wonderful idea. Ooga. Okay, so it has to be not 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 Kane Kane. That would be silly. A variant of Kane. A Dr. Kane, a stupid Kane, a cool Kane, no, Nova Kane. That's it. Whatever one. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to jump on the... on. We'll do this through Twitter. Um, and you tweet at Matthew Gregg, at Tom Campbell, at Colesaholic, with your variants of Kane. So obviously, cool Kane is taken. Uh, obviously, um, no, stupid, I, I think people can draw cool Kane because that. Oh, but I thought we were going to create new ones. Or oh, just, just, just any variation of Kane. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So any variation of Kane exists. The good ones been taken, all right. <laughs> Fair point. So to summarise, we are looking for Kane. That's got to be Kane-related artwork. Yes. Variations of Kane. I don't just want, and nor does Matthew. We don't just want a really good picture of Kane. We need it to be that's got to be Kane-esque. You know, <laughs> we don't want good. No, we don't. We don't want just like here's silly. a picture of Kane I did in an oil painting. If Kane's about, <laughs> be if, really bad, it, like? if Kane's about to drop Auntie Belinda's vase, then I'm interested. Christ. Right? So <laughs> that's gotta be Kane themed art. As 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 however you wish to do it, tweet it at Tom Campbell, tweet it at Matthew Gregg, tweet it at Cultaholic. Yes. And next week, during the Royal Rumble watch along, we will announce the winner of our art competition. We will share some of those amazing pictures on our socials as well. And uh, you can grab yourself a That's Gotta Be Kane Candle. There you go. An art competition for the classic Smackdown review. I'm down for that. I'm bloody down for that. Good luck. So any doubts, check out my Twitter today and you will oh, see uh, yes. instructions. Yes. Season, season, season. I'm going for that. Also, what was something you remembered from this week's Smackdown? I was going to get to this bit. Oh, so, good. From this week's Smackdown, I remembered... Um, I remembered from this... We Fat Dog and Chocolate Log. I didn't remember We Fat Dog on the Chocolate Log. I'm literally going to go back and check my notes and see what I actually did remember. Okay, <laughs> right. I remember the. I remember Bubba Ray Dudley with a concussion. Do you? I he, remember, he doesn't. I remember, <laughs> I remember that whole concussion storyline. That, to me, stayed with me. I like the way they put it together, even though now, obviously, it's a bit of a, a dicey thing to talk about. Uh, is concussions and stuff in wrestling. But yeah, I remember the way they put that storyline together. Uh, as Matthew tries to balance the fat lump dog on the uh, Colin with two L's, the caterpillar cake. This is some weird lyrics you're singing in front <laughs> What is something you remember from this week? Good question. Because <laughs> I definitely saw this episode. I... <laughs> mm. I remembered... The amount of XFL plugs. There was a lot, wasn't there? Yeah, it's just that XFL, XFL, the cheerleaders, the jackets, Vincent Mann, <laughs> debut bit. Hey, XFL things behind me. XFL. Like, this was going to be a big thing. Heavy amount of Ooh, XFL. It, it sent the stock plummeting for a bit, but <laughs> yep. uh, and more of that was to come. So a lot of XFL references, you remember? I remember that. What was okay. something you forgot? So I forgot. I forgot how much... Uh, uh, I forgot how much Stephanie and Trish's storyline dominated this episode. Like, And, and also yep. the Steph and Trish bit, which is just cringe. Simply for the whole, bend over, backwards for the company, you just bend over. Like, hey, she just, said it twice. Hey. Yeah. It's funny when you say it twice. Yeah. I was going to say exactly that. the same. I forgot how it worked and the, the, their dynamic. And that then built up to No Way Out 2001 and the completely unexpectedly good match. Yeah. The Reno veto of WF matches in 2001. Right. 
That's it. I remember them. I remember them. Yes. Some good ones to do. Some very good ones to do. So uh, next time we're together, the Royal Rumble watch along. You got to get your art in for that one. Oh, I can't wait. Check at Tom Campbell on Twitter. I've messaged Guru Larry. I'll let him know what he says. If he's available, amazing. If he's not, we'll get him on for another one. If not, we never did this bit. (laughs) And then if we're not, we never did this bit. And until next time, he is at Matthew Greg on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Uh, we are at Cultaholic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. Happy birthday, Matthew Greg, you prick. Love you. Noah. Noah. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.